Good evening, good evening, good evening, Diaspora Nation. This is Kulit Lapo, the Home Away Show. There we go. It's a Sunday night. I got you some good stuff to talk about, some good music. A lot of things going on that we're going to be talking about today. Welcome to the show. On this Sunday, we had the Daylight Savings Time. People are wondering what's going on, those who are not familiar with it. Daylight Saving Time, that's when we save the day. Uh, we go back an hour. And we're going to go back an hour again later on in the year. Uh, I think it's next year sometime. But Daylight Saving Time, that's what it is. Daylight Saving Time Celebration. This is the Home Away Show. And cool it with you. I know there's some people that went out to support some of our brothers. Uh, we got a group that came from South Africa. There are a couple of DJs that are up in New York. I forgot the names. Uh, I should have wrote those names down. But I know also there is a concert going on. Africa Unity concert going on right now in, in Long Island. We have, we have, we have to say, you know what? On a Sunday, sometimes we want to hear some good music. I got a lot of good music lined up for you guys. A lot of things that has been going on in the media that I would like us to talk about and uh, I would like you guys to know about. Most of it you already find out on social media. But now, as I turn down the music, I want everybody to understand this, okay? Because I've been seeing this so much. I've been seeing this so much. That a lot of people tend to take everything they see on social media as news. Social media is not news, people. Social media is not news. I'm grateful that people, you know, they will follow us or follow some other people that are on social media posting all kind of stuff. But on the other hand, though, when you see it, try to find out if it's for real. So you know you get educated. That's what it's about. Get educated about the subject. Don't start spreading it around. Start talking about it and find out that you are actually way, 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 way wrong. You know, people do this every day and I see it all the time. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but uh, in, in this hour, right now, with the Coolie and the Home Away show, I say do a little research. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring down the music because we got a lot of things to talk about and time is running. I'm going to give you some tunes uh, in a little bit. But before we go to the music, let's just talk about something here. I don't know how you ladies, you men out there at home feel about this. So I found this thing on social media. Uh, I found it actually on uh, Facebook. So basically, I guess this is a normal thing. 
It happened in England somewhere, but I'm not surprised with the English people anyway. They always have some weird stuff going on. Um, so what it is about, basically, what it is is um, it's called a divorce ceremony. You know, I've seen it on social media where people have like ceremonies for like, uh, uh, they, they actually do have divorce ceremonies now. But this is kind of different. Uh, the reason I'm bringing it to you is because it's going to give you a different light in this. Uh, one part, I, I took it as, dang, people, you do anything for a party. And another part, I tried to understand. And luckily enough, one of my ex-professors from college jumped into the subject. She's, she's a feminist, you know. She's a feminist and too progressive. And that's why she came in and said something on my timeline. And I don't blame her for that. I'm just saying that the reason why I'm reading this is because she brought a different light to me. So, progressive light, I should say. But anyway, I've seen people go to a club because they just got divorced. Actually, to be honest with you, I don't want to say this, but I should have been to a divorce party. It's different. You know, we don't talk about it. We move on. Uh, and whoever is getting divorced is trying to get laid that night or trying to hook up with somebody. That's basically what they are. And uh, just basically uh, moving on, peeling another chapter, you know, uh, literally peeling another chapter. So anyway, this one is called a divorce ceremony. So this happened in England. So the two couples that are getting a divorce, it's like a really like to me, it looks like they are getting married. Uh, they get all these families, friends, and everybody to the spot where the the guy proposed, and uh, they read all these. Uh, I don't know if they are still called nup nup What what is it called? Um, I don't know if they are still reading vows. But in this case, you know, the woman um she says some good things about the guy and the guy said some good things about her, you know, moving on. Now we're ready to move on with our life, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. And then, um, my ex professor from college, shout out to Diana, Rebecca. Uh, she brought this into my mind. Uh, she wrote this in my timeline. Re rituals help people process things. We don't hold the funerals for the dead, for those but for those living and left behind. I think it's kind of lovely thing, marking the passing of someone, or I mean, the passing of something and the transition into a new life direction. It lets them end it kindly and positively, surround by family and friends who are grieving with them. I think, honestly, this is a lovely idea. I didn't get a chance to respond to her, but I was just thinking... That's kind of cool, though. But I'm just thinking, could you imagine, though, doing like uh, you getting divorced to this woman and then you turn around and be like, uh, uh, let's do a go-away party. Uh, let's do like a ceremony to announce it to the family. Um, and, you know, I guess maybe there is a way that they let everybody know before they come to a party. I would assume because you come into a divorce party, maybe you want to know. You know, because it can't be a surprise to the family. Because uh, I'm thinking if you're a guy who did wrong, like cheated, or a woman who cheated, you don't want to face the family of your ex. I mean, your ex, of course, has a job. His job is trying to make them understand what is going on. Right? But 
I don't know. That's just my own opinion. You got to let them know before they get, they get in there, before they come in. Um, about the grieving and transition and all of that kind of stuff, everybody has their own way. Um, but I don't really, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like maybe it's because I'm, tr- I'm old school. Divorce is embarrassing. It should be an embarrassing moment. That's why even in, in a lot of churches, Catholic, Protestant, um, a divorce was had certain things that um, there, there were certain things that would happen if you get a divorce. Like I think even in a Jehovah Witness, you still become an outcast uh, for a while. I don't know if it's a moment of cleansing. And in a Catholic church, uh, you lose certain privileges, I believe. And divorce was never even allowed in the Catholic Church. Now that I'm starting to think about it, I'm not completely sure. But I know for sure a lot of religions, divorce was not allowed. In my own culture of Zulu, a lot of people who are listening right now who are Zulus might disagree with me because a lot of these young kids don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. Divorce is not allowed in the Zulu culture. It was an embarrassing moment. If a woman has to actually go back to her house and break up with her husband, it was a big family meeting. It was a big family meeting. She will have to leave because you really, really, uh, of which most of the time it was about the woman doing something wrong or you really, really, really did something foul. What is foul, it depends to each people's... Pers- I mean, I don't know. There's a society standards and there's, uh, you know, what do you call individual standards? Some people will not divorce if a man um, cheat on them. Some people would call that a no-no. I'm not going back to you if you cheat on me. Same as, uh, you know, vice versa, of course. I don't know. What would be a deal breaker for me? I, I I think cheating, yeah, you know, cheating, yeah, 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 yeah. What else do I think would be a deal, a deal breaker for me when it comes to divorce or getting uh, separated with uh, your significant other? Mm, there's so many things, man. Uh, but I'm not really that petty. Um, I'm just looking out for myself. And want to be in a situation where I can actually feel like, you know, I'm happy. Because if I'm not, then nothing else is going to, um, nothing good will come out of that. So if a woman cheat, yes, that's a deal breaker for me. Um, you know, there is somebody who asked me a question in the past. And this person, I'm not going to reveal their name. They said, um when their loved one was involved in some sort of an accident and they were crippled, um, they couldn't do anything. So meaning that incons or, or sexual intercourse was no longer a possibility between the two spouses. That was a deal breaker for their marriage. But he stayed around, stayed around. I don't know how long, I just never kept in touch. I don't know how long. He stayed around though. So a situation like that for me, it sounds awful if I say it would be a deal breaker. But on the other hand, though, you know, 
no gonzo you know no intercourse what happened you know there's no longer a relationship that's just my own opinion i don't know um it might sound awful that i'm saying that but i just do think that people put into certain situation where they have to make a decision sometimes and there's a lot of loveless relationships too out there you know people who just don't want to break up or don't want to divorce or whatsoever Hey, but listen, they are trying to make it work. I can't judge them. That's not for me to do. Uh, the only thing I could say is that congratulations to them. Ladies and gentlemen, let's move on. Now I got more of this show. It wasn't just about talking uh, long about that. I also got you something that you might actually really, really, really like. And this might actually be able to... Um, Make you enjoy more of everything that is going on that I'm bringing tonight. So I got a couple of musicians. One of them I'm going to bring in right now. But before we go there, uh, let me bring this in. You're listening to... You're listening to... Bunny Radio. We're striking across the globe. Now. Now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm going to bring you a couple of music uh, just to kind of spice up tonight. And uh, the music I got, some good, really good musicians. Uh, sometimes it's good to bring some good musicians to spike up the show. Uh, um, you know, I'm not really familiar about a lot of these guys from uh, the part of Africa, which is called... Uh, you know, like the northern part of Africa. But I got some good musicians from that side of the world. Sorry about that. Just something just distracted me. It's cold here in the studio. Uh, I wish, you know, Sipo, keep it warm here. What should we do? Uh, we got to get something to keep it warm. But anyway, I got uh, a song here which is called Checklist. It's by Nomani and Calvin Harris, Fisher and Whiskey. I'm bringing it in right now so you guys can enjoy and tell me what you think of it. It sounds like a good song to me, though, the way I look at it. There we go. Bad girl, come wine on it. Straight up out of heaven with it, uh Baby, you a blessing with it, uh Come teach me a lesson with it, uh Yeah, I see you Straight up out of heaven with it, uh Baby, you a blessing with it, uh Come teach me a lesson with it, uh Yeah, I see you
care about the heaven with it, uh. Baby, you a blessing with it, uh. Come and teach me a lesson with it, uh. My girl, your body goes like a necklace. No bad mind really can touch this. Gold so cold when you want this. This great one put you on me checklist. Me love and the love cause it's reckless. Girl, I'm a sinner, God bless me. Baby, don't no stress me. Say bad girl, say you kill with that vibe. Uh, uh, I, I tell you, I don't need no GPSs. Uh, uh. Your time and so me give you keys to my life and baby girl show me your vibe baby girl show me your light we need a little bit of your time and so me give you keys to my life and baby girl show me your vibe they control and control holloway show Ladies and gentlemen, and that was uh, Whiskey. Uh, uh, hang in there, Whiskey. I'll bring you in in a little bit. But anyway, that was uh, Whiskey. Um, actually, it was Nomani featuring Cal I mean, Nomani and Calvin Harris. Uh, checklist and featuring Whiskey. Pretty good song, actually. I really enjoyed it. And it's one of those songs that actually bring you up and make you actually enjoy music a little bit more. Uh, make you wanna f uh, what do you call it? Is it called finesse? I look at music now and just listening to that, and it just lift me up, make me wanna do stuff, make me wanna be ready for the next day. But anyway, it's a Sunday night, so we can't get too carried away. People are tired, they've been doing a lot of things. I wonder what else has been going on in the news. Uh, just before we let that part go, I know some of uh, my South African or my African diaspora community. You guys do uh, have citizenship and you are eligible to vote. Uh, please, please, I don't care how cold it is on a Tuesday. Go out there and vote. Do you hear me? I don't care how cold it is on this coming Tuesday, but go out there and vote. Is it tomorrow or Tuesday? Oh, but anyway, I think it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is actually a voting day, uh, November 6th here in America. Go out there and vote no matter what. Get out there and vote. We are tired. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things that we want our own community to be benefiting on. Uh, we want to make sure that we stop a few things. First of all, this thing that if your baby is born over here, it's not gonna, um, it's not gonna get their citizenship. I'm totally against off. Got two kids, man. They're both born in America. Well, I mean status, you know. But I uh, imagine the people who don't have status. Now that means their kids can't live here. They need to go back to the country. They don't even know. They're not born in South Africa. They're not born in Africa. Those are the countries that their parents are coming from. If they're born here, they should be American citizens. I understand what America is trying to do, but hey... This is not a good idea. I, I totally do not agree with this idea. And I know that a lot of people too who are supporting us, who support um, immigrants, they do think this is a bad idea. I'm talking about Americans. So guys, you need to go out there and vote on Tuesday. We need to switch things around. 
we need to switch things around. Things are not going the right way right now. So everybody need to go out there and, and vote on Tuesday and again. You're listening to You're listening to Bunny Radio. gentlemen and another thing too i wanted to jump in right now that song was actually whiskey's the master groove hey that's a groovy song that whiskey i love it uh it's called master groove and it's a very good song so ladies and gentlemen what i'm gonna do right now i'm just gonna actually uh bring you like a story that i think it will be interesting for us as an africa diaspora because this story is like um you know, there's so many things that are going on in Africa. A lot of people don't pay attention to what's going on in some of uh, the improvements and some of, uh, you know, investments and all of that cool stuff that is going on in Africa. So I've been following this guy and trying to understand what is he trying to do for his own country. And I feel like he has a plan and it might have took a while, but his plan is pretty good. Uh, his name is Paul uh uh, Kagame, Kagame, he's the president of Rwanda. 
you remember back in the 90s rwanda went through this big civil war between uh, the uh, i can remember it was the tutsis and some other tribe it was just a big civil war they actually made a movie called uh, hotel rwanda which was basically based on what happened over in uh, uh, it was literally based on what happened in uh, during the civil war okay so the president of rwanda paul kagame is one of those person that is always on the news is either he is fighting with uh, the china agreeing with china fighting with the west He's always on the news. But anyway, I just want to bring this clip that I found on YouTube that I want you guys to listen to because it's a very good clip about Paul Kagame. This man has won praise for transforming Rwanda into one of the world's fastest growing economies. President Paul Kagame has curbed street-level corruption, attracted foreign investment, and reduced the country's poverty levels. So why are his people so frightened of him? Kagame came to power in 1994 when his forces swept aside the government which had orchestrated the genocide of more than half a million people. The majority were Tutsis, but many moderate Hutus were also killed. Ce que je me rappelle de cette période pour beaucoup de Rwandais, une période douloureuse parce que nous avons perdu beaucoup de gens. Moi personnellement, j'ai perdu plus d'une trentaine de personnes. President Kagame, an ethnic Tutsi and leader of the Rwandan Patriotic Front, has kept the peace at home, even as he's pursued wars against neighboring Congo. President Kagame's kept things simple and focused. I think the biggest success that Kagame has achieved since the mid-90s is the, the reduction in mass poverty, which has been quite exceptional by African standards. Under Kagame's leadership, this small landlocked country has notched up growth rates of 8% a year since 2000. A shiny $300 million convention center in the capital Kigali epitomizes Kagame's economic vision for Rwanda. He wants to transform the country into the Singapore of Africa. And some economists now talk of the Rwandan miracle. But exiles like former Prime Minister Faustin Twagiramungu, who now lives in Belgium, claim Kagame's rule is based on tyranny. In 2003, Mungu challenged Kagame for the presidency. He was the only opposition. Moi, Dans ma région natale, j'ai eu 0,06. Et au total, j'ai eu 3%. In the official result, Kagame took 95% of the vote. Twagaramungu is not alone in claiming that Kagame's presidential victories have been rigged. Kagame va avoir 97-98. Une diminution extraordinaire. Pour moi, vivre si loin de chez moi, Ça m'a changé tant sur le plan politique que sur le plan, disons, même psychologique. Moi, je pense toujours à mon pays et surtout à mon âge. Je dois vivre dans mon pays en liberté. There are opposition parties, 
But in reality, Rwanda is a one-party state and many opposed to the government regularly complain of harassment, imprisonment and even murder. Kagame looks set to rule for some time to come. In 2015, his party ushered through a constitutional change which could, in theory, allow him to remain as president until 2034. And while the 59-year-old leader presides over a seemingly peaceful country, the West seems content. Sometimes autocracy works to deliver rapid reductions in mass poverty. Sometimes democracy does. Countries are very different. One thing we've learned for sure is that democracy is not the universal fix. Foreign journalists can visit easily enough, but local media dare not criticize the regime. Les journalistes doivent écrire ce qui plaît au régime. Ce que nous voulons, c'est d'abord la liberté, la démocratie, dans notre pays. Kagame n'a pas acheté le Rwanda. Le Rwanda nous appartient. Rwanda may be calm and orderly, but if this is based on fear, then this is a recipe neither for happiness, prosperity, or durable peace. Wow, that was actually a good story uh, about um, Tanzania, a story of uh, their president, uh, Paul uh, Kagame. Kagame. And the story is, um, you can find it on YouTube. It's called uh, Rwanda's Eternal uh, President, uh, Paul Kagame. But you know what? I want. I have a couple of takes on this because uh, one of the... Uh, the person from the West, I, f- I forgot if he's a, one of the, um, he's one of the people that um, are into economy and everything. Um, I think it's at Yale. I can't remember the name, but anyway, I'll go back. You can go to the video. Um, so he's a professor. He's talking about what happened. And, um, you know, in Africa, it's really, really tough to just say that um, things will be fixed overnight. Um, you know, there's so much poverty in Africa. It's 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 even impossible to actually not add look at uh, tyranny or some sort of a dictatorship as an answer. Country of Libya was run by Muammar Gaddafi for the longest time, and he's one of the most achieved African. Uh, presidents or the most respected African presidents who uh, ever served Africa is Muammar Gaddafi. And I know that he didn't get along with the West and he had so many plans for Africa and he wanted to have everybody to be able to eat. But he served his people, you know, the best way he could. Of course, he used some strong arm in certain areas and in certain, in sometimes I, I guess it was working out. Because you had to make sure that you keep peace and quietness. So if um, this is true, because according to this story, um, Kagame is actually really oppressing his own people. Like the guy that just interviewed was talking French, and I'm sorry that I couldn't translate that to you guys, but he was just talking about that he's in, in his hometown let alone that he was a former prime minister. So in the old government that let things fall apart, um, he was, uh, before Kagame took over, he was a former, um, he's an old man who was one of the 
prime ministers. They serve that government. So let alone that, he said in his own hometown he only got 0.3% of the vote. And while Kagame got 95% of the vote. So he's saying that because he think everything was rigged. It wasn't really like that he won by that much. Uh, all what happened is that everything was rigged. That's why he took the most of the votes. So if what I say Kwagame is doing all of this, already built a mall of 300, 300 million dollars. It's, it's, it's actually a convention center right in the middle of the Rwanda in one of its big cities. And the economy is growing 8% a year. I'm not saying that we should let this man um, keep on. But it looks like he's doing a good job. In a fragile environment like Africa, you really don't want to have a government changing hands quite often. Which that's what great democracy gives you. But somebody might argue and look at my own country of South Africa, what has happened with the ANC. That's a democratic government. But it might have felt like a tyranny to them too. That nothing has changed. Everything is getting worse and worse and worse. But what is worse? What is worse though? Rwanda was uh, nothing but an armpit. Basically a piece of country. Nothing that you could actually uh, do anything with. Nobody wanted Rwanda. What are you going to do with Rwanda? It's not even in the coast. There's no beaches or a landlocked country. What do you want about Rwanda? Look what Paul Kagame has done. The economy is growing. People are working. I've seen some posts even on Facebook, social media, or on Instagram and all of that. I've seen some posts that are showing some of uh, like the urban areas of which the, the sentence of uh, Rwanda. Rwanda has got some nice, beautiful places, man. Where I'm talking about black men live, survive, provide for their families. No fights, nothing. Everything is growing in that country. Should we let them go on with this? I think we should. I think we should support them. The only thing that's troubling me about this is that Paul Kagame with his own uh, um, political party, they changed something in the constitution that allows him to serve as a president until 2034. He's not a young man. What is he trying to do now? But if everything is working, who cares how long he serves? Nobody in the West has been complaining about Rwanda. I wonder why. I wonder why. This is something that for me and you as an Africa diaspora, we should research a little bit and find out what's going on in Rwanda. Hey, who knows? Maybe that might be my next uh, destination with my family for a visit because who knows? Maybe what's going on in, in Rwanda is something bigger than us and it, the stories are just being told in a way that it might sound distasteful. But maybe in Rwanda, as we speak, they have it all. Who knows? Hey, gentlemen, let me give you Major Laser. The song is tied up.
you need me to yeah. You know, say I got you Tell me I don't know why, but me never stop thinking about you. About you. Can we get the same tied up? Can we get the same tied up? You know this thing is inside us. That was actually a good song. Uh, Major Laser. I don't know if anybody is familiar with this guy. Uh, his name is Major Laser. And Major Laser is pretty good. I like the guy. Uh, one of those young, expiring African uh, musicians. He does pretty good. Uh, his music is a banger. Uh, I can put it up there too and think he's as, as good. Maybe not as good as like uh, David or anything like that. But you know. He's trying, man. He's doing some good things. Why won't we just give it to this young man and, you know, and the, the dance, man. The dance in there, it's just incredible. And um, ladies and gentlemen, now I'm going to switch on because I just uh, found something on the Daily Mail. You know, sometimes you found some stories that just uh, make your, you know, your heart stop. Um, 
you know i, I never I, I don't know you know i, I don't want to say this but at one time i talked to this one woman who was being abused by her husband uh not actually a husband by a boyfriend and uh i asked her why do you stay and i know for sure that people stay for all kinds of reasons and some people think things will get better whatever reason we but this is one thing that always make me scared uh whenever i think about my future having a daughter and having kids is a story i just dig up right now on the daily mail uh it says mother kept her two-year-old daughter's bored body in her car for three days after her boyfriend sexually assaulted her beat her with a belt until she was unconscious and then tried to use a hair dryer to warm her up that's incredible that that's just that just makes my heart stop you know you know the reason why i'm reading this story and i just think this is quite a familiar story in the community when i say in the community i'm talking about the black community i think for me personally and my name is cooley if i was in a situation where something like this happened to my own daughter because this was not this guy's uh, daughter um of course i think about all kinds of ill things that i could do but why the stories like this sound too familiar in the in the black community somebody's gonna say what do you expect in the ghettos yeah but i mean you can't tell me that we don't have college professors doctors some of the most intelligent individuals coming out of the ghettos of america or the ghettos of the world so why something like this will happen i just don't get it because for me i'm sitting over here thinking what was the mom thinking because i'm i'm pretty sure mom uh, you know I'm pretty sure she's mentally uh, stable. Because you would think the mom would step up and say let me I'm calling the police. She didn't want her kid anyway. Is it possible that some of these things that are happening is it quite familiar now that in our black communities that young kids are having kids themselves? You know, I'm not going to read the whole entire story because I don't think there is any better answer that I can find in there except that they if they had mental issues. See, this is one of the reasons too I don't really like to have babysitters. Because those are the kind of things too that cross my mind. Because you never know how how capable these people are. And on top of that too we as a community we need to start to understand that mental issues are real. You know I I I know I have anxiety myself but it took me a while to realize I have anxiety. Where I grew up by Bizango Sisi. I know man, shy be one, you know, drink this beer you'll be all right. Oh, that's that doesn't solve anything. Take you to bed for that one night, you wake up, everything is still the same tomorrow. 
we need to start to realize that things like that need to be addressed as a community. Because some of these things that are happening, they are so crazy, man. They are so way out there. And I know because of social media and the way the newspapers are set up nowadays, we're going to find every little story before all of this stuff was compiled in uh, Sunday Times. Or you read about it when you're listening to the news. Now it's all over our face. So now since we know exactly that we live around people who have some serious mental issues, why can't we try to help them? Why can't we start to recommend these people? You know what? How about we take all this money for food stamps and also try to get some of these people that are still stuck in the rut. All the people that are in the rut right now. Recommend them to some therapist. Give them free therapy. Some people, that's all what they need. Imagine a person who grew up with no stable uh, home environment. When I say stable home environment, that you don't have a, you have a dad, maybe the dad doesn't acknowledge you or provide anything for you or even be able to raise you. Mom might be in drugs and all of that. And you end up being raised by a grandmother who's also fighting because, you know, they are getting old. What do we expect from that person? Can that person change to be a doctor? Probably. But how mentally strong they are? Well, we don't care about that. Can they play ball? Oh, yeah. Let's get them in the field. Get their head hit a few times. You see, I, I feel like that's exactly what is happening to a lot in the black community. Nobody in the middle of that will be like, hey, this kid grew up with no stable family environment. Can we get them some help? No, he hasn't said he need help. Of course he's not going to say he need help. You know the stigma around mental health though? If you tell somebody that you have certain issues mentally... Especially when I grew up. No, man. Even nowadays, though, there's still people that says, Ooh, you have mental health? Then you don't need to be around us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I got this song for you. I, I know how to get some good music for you guys. And I know you guys uh, will listen to me, but will also like to listen to some music. Thank you for listening, though. Let me give you some music.
Holloway Show Live. Oh my goodness, he Miyama. Black Coffee. I really appreciate that. That that's some that's a good song. Actually, I loved it from Black Coffee. Uh, Drive. Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen. As I'm I'm leaving, I'm gonna actually uh, thank a few people that were listening. Uh, there's quite a few, but I'm just gonna say one of my favorite person ever. Uh, one of the person that give us support all the time. Uh, Two Mega and shout out to Two Mega. Uh, she still has a song out there, guys. Uh, if you're listening to this stream, please, please get her song. What a beautiful individual she is. She supports us all the time. Umbani is Tumega. I really appreciate that, Tumega. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Hey, so, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm leaving, I just want to say there's so many ways that you can get hold of us, uh, but there's certain things that I just want to make sure that you don't forget that our podcast are still out there so if you can just catch this check out umbani radio podcasts on TuneIn, soundcloud itunes stitcher and google play music um i really really appreciate everybody that tuned into the home away show today and uh, the whole the show is for you guys and of course i can do it better and i'm trying to do it better but check this out the show starting next week is going to be presented by umbani uh, productions.com umbani production.com umbani productions.com as in u m b a n i umbani productions.com the website is going to be up and running and be good by friday next week by the time we do the show we'll have more things going on on the website for you guys music like two mega we're going to have links for those music and i really appreciate for everything that you guys do and everything that you have done for us and for tonight, I'm leaving you with a song by Da Capo, uh, featuring Berita. And uh, thank you so much to everybody that tune in. And I hope you guys have a great night. And this is the Home Away Show with Cooley. <laughs>